0: Welcome to this bonus episode of the Evolve Podcast. Today you're going to hear from Kat Sanchez, weight loss and cool sculpting expert. She's going to talk about some of the biggest takeaways that she's had in her career of helping people to lose weight. And hey, what is cool sculpting? Can you really burn body fat and lose some inches by freezing it? You're going to learn today in today's bonus episode of the Evolve Podcast. Well, Kat, thanks for joining us tonight. You know, we start off, uh, one of the things that we like to do in our pre-show is we like to ask our guests, uh, what's inspiring you right now? Is there some sort of music? Is there uh, art? Is there something in your life that's inspiring you right now?
1: Actually, currently, it's health that's inspiring me. Um, Oh, very cool. And for a lot of reasons, but I think, especially with the pandemic, um, it's just, you know becoming more and more prevalent of how important it really is um so yeah health all around
0: and i think you know it's it's awesome you i don't remember what it is now because time seems to be slow and fast but maybe a month ago you got certified as a nutrition coach is that right
1: yep yeah it was uh it was new year's so okay three months ago
0: oh my gosh Time is, time is flying. Yeah. So why, so you said with the pandemic, um, that's kind of brought health to the forefront of your, your mind. Um, what is it about health and wellness that's inspiring you?
1: Just to see how much you can do with it. Um, with, you know, fighting off viruses and, Mm -hmm. um, preventative care and, you know, healing. I for a lot of years I have not been a big believer in jumping immediately into taking medications for things. Um, I think there's a obviously a very good place for modern medicine. Um, but I think that we just jump a little bit too quickly into it. And our first reaction when we're not feeling good or when something is wrong is to You know, go to the doctor and get prescribed something without really knowing what's going on with our body. And it's just now, you know, I've just started to see a shift, maybe in the last couple of years where doctors are talking about nutrition, um, which is something for years and years and years I've hoped would happen.
2: Um, It always seems like they talk about, have talked about, there's nutrition. And then there's medication. Yep. And, and and I I hear you, and I see that too. With what the pandemic's done for a lot of people, one for me is to get more involved in things you're talking about. Is how it's just health. It's just nutrition is healing. Correct nutrition is is medication. And, and I and I, it's, it's interesting you bring that up because I have seen that so much in the last six seven months that that you don't hear. You don't hear about before then.
0: Yes, we really, really cool. don't. Yeah. yeah. And But the interesting thing is every doctor takes the Hippocratic Oath. And Hippocrates is the one that said, let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. Yeah. And, you know, I, it, it, I, I've always believed that you can't learn a lot about health by studying disease. I think it's got to right. be... The opposite. If you want to learn about health, you've got to study health. So that's yeah. exciting to to hear, Cat. I mean, you're really uh, continuing to learn and grow and take your career into a uh, into a different um, uh, level here. So, uh, you guys, you're listening to the Evolve Podcast, and t- today we have Cat Sanchez joining us. Cat uh, is an esthetician. And has been doing this for quite some time, but has also expanded as a nutrition coach and a weight loss specialist. She works for Trilogy Medical Center, uh, started in aesthetics um, at a point in time where she was going to college and planning to become a psychiatrist and then said, hey, I want to, I'm a little too eager to work and I want to get out there and find something that didn't take as much schooling. So she jumped into the aesthetics realm. Um, is an expert in skincare, is now an expert in weight loss, and is really, if not the, is one of the most experienced cool sculpting technicians out there. So we're going to get a little bit into cool sculpting and what that is. But Kat, thanks so much for joining us tonight uh, for the Evolve podcast. We appreciate you joining.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: And uh, Casey, you missed our last podcast, uh, but I I made an executive decision when you weren't on that uh, we are going to start sponsoring the podcast. Because when you listen to certain podcasts, they say, well, this podcast is sponsored by, and we're not that cool to have sponsors. Um, But I had eaten a plate of my wife's cookies the other day. And I thought the the podcast is now going to be sponsored by Danielle's Cookies because that was what was fueling me. Tonight is different. What is sponsoring the podcast was a bowl of salmon and this amazing red quinoa that she made. Have you guys ever had red quinoa? No,
1: not
2: red. Oh I can I yeah. can rarely say that word correctly. let all know it came in red. <laughs> you're, you're like the guy on the uh,
0: "Don't Be Your Dad" commercials. Yeah, quinoa. Well, so. So anyway, for me, the podcast is being sponsored by Salmon and Quinoa. Casey, what did you eat tonight that's sponsoring you?
2: The, uh, amazing crock pot edition of vegetable with ground beef lasagna.
0: Oh, there you go. Did you make this or did Holly make it?
2: Of course I didn't make it, Steve. Uh, (laughs) Um, I, uh, I enjoyed it and, uh, but it is, it, I love it because I don't know why, but it, it doesn't burn, but it creates kind of a crisp on the bottom. Oh, mm. yeah. And I yeah, don't know why I like part. that so much, but I, I just love that.
0: Yeah. That's my favorite part with lasagna yeah. when you get the crispy part of yeah. it. Uh, yeah. All right. So today's podcast is brought to you by uh, salmon, quinoa, and vegetable lasagna. Crisp. <laughs> crisp. Thanks. Well, Kat, thanks for joining us. Um, I want to talk, let, let's start with weight loss uh, because you'd mentioned in our pre-show that health is the thing that is, um, is really inspiring you right now. And there's some interesting statistics that have come out that, uh, that the majority of Americans, when the pandemic happened and we went into quarantine, uh, went the opposite direction in terms of their physical health and, and primarily uh, weight. A lot of people gained weight. And by gaining weight, they have started to see a lot of uh, other issues with that. So you have observed this, you've seen this, and you've really pushed your career forward in weight loss. Um, what was it that initially got you into studying about weight loss and you know, getting this weight loss thing up and going at Trilogy?
1: Um, so one of my, I guess, kind of the motto, my current motto in life right now um, in all things is to, you have to be prepared for the storm, right. Mm -hmm. In all things. So there's, you know, if you have, you know, spiritually, emotionally, physically, all of it. And I think that we, a lot of people, um, kind of how we function is we live our day to day life and things are fine. And, everything's normal and we don't have trauma and we don't have emotional things that, you know, big emotional things we're dealing with. And we don't have big health issues that we're dealing with. And then something comes up and we don't know how to handle it because we're not prepared for it. And I personally have been working currently a lot on more emotional and spiritually working on that and just being prepared for, you know, trauma and, and things like that. Um, but what got me into health is just that and years and years and years ago, this is probably six, seven years ago now. Um, I, it was kind of a transition. I had been doing aesthetics for quite a long time. Um, I had pretty bad acne myself. I was seeing a lot of acne patients doing a lot of treatments that just wasn't doing a whole lot. We weren't, we were fixing other things, but their acne wasn't you know, going very far. Um, and at the same time, I started having a couple health issues and I didn't, I went to a couple doctors. Um, I worked for a dermatologist at the time and I did not want help from the dermatologist for my acne. And I went to the doctor for the health issues that I was having. And I, I didn't want what they were offering. They were offering medications that weren't going to fix anything. It was just a band aid. And it was just really eye-opening for me in both aspects. They were kind of happening at the same time that I didn't want a band-aid. I didn't want to put a medication on my face and put a medication in my body that wasn't going to fix the root cause. So I started, I am, I just, I research all the time. That's all I'm doing on my downtime is constantly researching everything. So I started researching and nutrition was the answer to both of my problems. Um, I was not eating good at the time. I was... Chronic dieter, I was hardly eating anything, um, and I was able to correct both of my, you know, my health issue and my skin issue pretty quickly with just nutrition. And I just got hooked, and from there on, here I am. Um,
0: that was pretty amazing when you and I originally talked about this and you'd shared with me some of these changes you made and that uh, really the start of it was some health issue, but also this, uh, the skin issue. And you said, Steve, I was under eating for so long mm-hmm. and I stopped with this just diet, diet, diet mentality, because you realized your body wasn't being fed the nutrients that it needed in order to be health. So talk a little bit about that, because I think that's a pretty common problem. When people get into a diet or a diet mindset, um, they don't really pay attention to the fact that if you go too low in your caloric intake and you are just so focused on cutting calories, cutting calories, that there are a lot of nutrients. There are a lot of micronutrients, phytochemicals uh, that are in your food that your body is not going to be getting. So what was it like to make that shift? How did you transition from saying diet, diet, diet to now I need to feed my body and fuel it to, to get the results I'm looking for?
1: It, um, it, it, it was exactly that. And that, that is exactly what I tell a lot of my clients is it's, it's how you're viewing it mentally. And if you go into it, you know, where I was, I was viewing it as it was all for weight loss. It was not about health. I was going to do whatever I could to lose weight and to stay skinny and to keep the weight off. And I was on that consistent roller coaster where I would get on a crash diet and I would lose a bunch of weight and then I would get off the diet because all diets end at some point and I would gain all of my weight back and then I would go on the next popular diet and I destroyed my hormones because you know what happens when you're under eating food is nourishment calories are nourishment and when you're under eating and drastically under eating for a long time one of the first things that your body's going to do is downregulate hormone production and that's the exact health concerns that i was having at a pretty young age to be having hormonal issues um which you know has led slight insight into my personal life has led to quite a bit of fertility issues and you my mindset had to change and it was not i mean it was not as simple as okay, I have these health concerns. You know, I do want children one day and I don't want to be having hormonal issues at 28 years old. So I'm just going to flip this switch and want to be healthy and everything's going to go right. It was a, it was a big internal fight for a lot of years of yes, I want to be healthy, but I still want to lose weight. And as far as I know, the right way to lose weight is to not eat any food. So it took, you know, it was a, it was a big battle and I know, you know, every single one of my clients has the same exact battle. Um, But once I could wrap my head around, my goal was health. Everything else fell into place. And that, you know, I kind of pre-interview my clients. And that is always one of my first conversations is, is your goal to lose weight and you'll do anything you can to lose weight or is your goal to be healthy? Because if your goal is to be healthy, you're going to lose the weight and you're going to keep it off. And it's going to be a lot easier than if your goal is weight loss and only weight loss.
0: Yeah. Cause we, we live a long time. And, and the idea is to live a long time with the vitality that we want. Mm-hmm. And if we, and and the funny thing is, you know, weight loss, In an extreme way. So if I'm cutting calories way too much, I'm crashing on that diet that can, I mean, that is unhealthy for people. If we're doing it gradually, that can actually be a very healthy thing to a certain point, but there is a point and very, very few people get to this point, but if you get super lean, you've lost a lot of weight, then that the calorie restriction can be pro- become prohibitive to you being healthy. Um, it's funny though, because we, I think in America, especially, we promote weight loss as the end all be all. And we're forgetting that we have this body that is extremely complex. And you mentioned hormones. I want to get to that in just a second. Um, We have this body that's extremely complex. It needs a lot of nutrients. It needs sleep. It needs movement. There's so many different things that it needs in order to function properly. Now, can you lose weight on an extreme diet? You bet. Because it, it is basically, first and foremost, a caloric equation but there's a lot of other issues that happen. And you mentioned before the hormonal issue. Uh, That's something that I think we've seen multiple times over the years. Let's talk um, about maybe some, and we don't have to get into a lot of details or personal details if you don't want to, but just as you've balanced out your mindset towards health and nutrition um, and you've, you've gotten to a better point where the hormones are not bothering you like they were before, right. That, uh, yep. you're, 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 more balanced out. Talk about how you feel. What are some changes that you've noticed as you've improved the hormonal balance?
1: Um, I, I mean, huge changes, um, one, my acne. So with, when I was making nutritional changes, um, my acne still was just not great because my hormones were still so off and, you know, 99% of the time acne is hormonal. Um, so as I have focused more on health and I'm feeding my body, um, proper nutrition, my, I mean, skin has cleared up. I'm literally going backwards and yes, I'm an esthetician. So I have an unfair advantage, but I don't do a lot of treatments. Um, and I don't use a lot of product. Um, so I, I, have noticed, you know, outside of treatments and stuff, my skin, um, my digestion for years. And I have spent so many years with gastroenterologists and internists trying to figure out my stomach and my gut. And I started eating more calories and it all fixed itself. Um, my energy, my sleep, and my hormones, I mean, my hormones were the biggest thing and they're pretty much completely normal at this point.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. So when you when you get on a diet and you're on it too long, and if your calorie intake is too low, you're gonna significantly affect your leptin and ghrelin, which are two essential hormones that, um, you know, help us to understand our hunger and our satiety. And if you're not getting enough sleep that can affect those things, but, um, I mean, you're throwing off hormones are like a domino effect when one goes, mm-hmm. the others will go as well. So it's a really difficult thing to get them back into balance and it takes a long time. Um, it's small changes over time. You know, we didn't get into a negative spot by making one massive change and we got to get into a positive spot by making those small changes over time. So I love when you talked about that you're, you're noticing a lot of changes, everything from your skin, you're noticing that your digestion, um, that you're just feeling better overall. How has it affected your mood with adjusting your nutrition and your health towards health rather than just weight loss?
1: Um, my mood. So honestly, I've, kind, I've been pretty lucky with my mood, um, where it should have been affected. It, it wasn't, mm. um, wasn't as much, I should say there, it, I have noticed an increase or a, you know, a better mood. Um, but as much as I see in clients, um, I didn't see as much of a decline, if you will, in my mood. Um, but it is more stable. Definitely. Um, And you mentioned hunger levels, which I didn't, but I, it was the opposite for me. I'm finally hungry. I was never hungry. And which had led to me never eating. I mean, you eat when you're hungry and I was never hungry. Um, So my hunger has gone up. And, you know, I think the biggest thing with my mood is more of the food freedom, having my, I would get grumpy when it came to meals because I was the girl at the restaurant or out with friends or eating with family that I couldn't have that. And I couldn't have that because I was always on a diet. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and you, you feel horrible about yourself and it's all that you're thinking about. It's all consuming. And my mood, that's been, I think the biggest change emotionally, if you will, um, is that now I can sit down to a meal or go out and I can eat. I mean, for the most part, whatever I want. Um, and it's fine. And I'm not worried about if the scales up the next day, because I know it's temporary and it's just the control aspect, um, has made a, a big difference. difference. And you brought,
0: (laughs) you, you brought up a couple of things I think that are really important in that, that when you go out to the restaurant and you can eat. And you can you know how to balance that out, and how to balance your lifestyle and your intake, and all of those things, so that you can live that healthy life. We had a guest if on. If you go recently. to a
2: restaurant, if you go to a restaurant like Steve and I do, and it ends up in a pancake eating contest, <laughs> how, how does that how does that play into your clientele? You know, we've talked about
0: we've talked about the contest so much on this podcast. And it's probably been twenty years since we've done it. Oh. so the next time you're in town, we're going to town. We got to go back. Oh my and, gosh! But it, food is a social thing, and I mm-hmm. and it's yeah. interesting when you talk about that. You you feel different you, when you're out there and you're on the diet and you can't eat. We had a we had a guest on recently that said that the opposite of addiction is connection, and yeah. I think in in um, in in America, a lot of people are addicted to dieting. And they're addicted to this idea that they have to, you know, diet to look a certain way and nine times out of 10, it doesn't work or it works because they drop down and then they don't understand the science of metabolism and that their fat cells are super hungry. And so then they overeat and then they become even heavier than they were before. And it becomes an addiction. And I think that, you know, part of a healthy life is having that connection, being able to go out with friends and maybe you're getting some food, maybe you're grabbing some drinks, whatever it is, you're connected now. And now food has become a healthy part of your life, even sitting around. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we went out with some friends and after dinner we're walking around and uh, just enjoying the beautiful weather downtown and my buddy says, uh, let's go find a place for dessert. And we went in and we got, we all sat around and we got desserts and we're hanging out and just laughing. And I didn't feel guilty at all. I don't feel bad at all for sitting there and eating desserts with my friends. And, you know, we had a great time. And I think that's part of a healthy life. So Kat, I want to ask you, I know that what we're talking about right now is a big part of what you coach people on. And when you, when we call, although we call it a weight loss program at Trilogy um, it's not just weight loss because weight loss is in the mind as much as anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talk about what is this, what makes the weight loss program that you work on different? What is it that is unique about it?
1: Um, A lot of it is, you know, like you said, what I've talked about and, you know, my goal is to get people off of that roller coaster and teach them to live a healthy lifestyle. Um, it's, it's not weight loss and it, it is, I always kind of fumble when we say weight loss because so many easily 75% of my clients that come in are where I was Mm. and drastically under eating. And they've been on these yo-yo diets and they have a lot of shame and guilt around food. And I am talking much more about guilt and shame and the, you know, diet cycle and the diet mindset and diet culture and getting people out of that than I am just truly coaching people to lose weight because once you can change that mindset and you can go into it as I'm going to live a healthy life, your body will regulate itself. And that's the coolest thing about it is you, I have these clients do all these things and I tell them upfront, you know, we're not going to focus on weight loss and they're usually a little bit disappointed. Um, And then, you know, start talking and they get excited about it. And our focus is not weight loss and a few weeks into it, they'll start losing weight or they'll feel yeah. better. And yeah. then they don't care that they're not losing weight. And that's the coolest part about it. And I think what is different is you're not going to, you know, another company that is just giving you all of these protein supplements and bars and the same exact diet plan that they are giving every other client that walks through the door, Right. you it's completely customized. And I spend a lot of time going through their history and their life and what they struggle with and what their current struggles are and the hurdles that they have and help them recreate that and get over their struggles and completely personalize it for them.
0: Yeah. So in addition to a workout plan, they're also getting a customized nutrition plan, but it's the coaching that mm-hmm. really makes the difference. And yeah. I had a, a mentor years ago when, when I said, so where do you start with a client? Um, he said, Steve, you start where they're at and and like you're talking about if somebody's coming to you and their mindset is off they've got they've been stuck in this diet culture for such a long time and they don't know how to love themselves and to look at food and movement as a holistic approach to a healthy and happy life um, then that's where you start if they have that and they need the science behind it and they need to understand how to adjust their calories and their macronutrients to get the weight loss you start there, so you're working with people on an individual basis. You're coaching them. You're providing a, a nutrition plan, and you're doing the uh, giving them an exercise plan as well, so that they are up and active. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now you also are, um, and, and you know some people may not know this about you, but you, in addition to coaching weight loss and and coaching this mindset change. You are, uh, I was told by one of the reps, you are the most experienced, or if you're not the most, your top one, two, or three experienced cool sculptors in Utah. And so um, tell everybody what cool sculpting is and how that actually works to help people to lose weight. This is different than traditional weight loss methods. So, what is cool sculpting?
1: Cool sculpting is not weight loss. And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions about it. Um, It is sculpting. So when we first started, I've been doing cool sculpting as long as it's been out. So when cool sculpting was first created, the goal was to treat diet and exercise resistant pockets of fat. Most of my clientele were bodybuilders and bikini models and fitness models and um you know people Easy. who had very low body fat
2: speaking my language cat <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's you um no he just likes let bodybuilders very, don't let
2: the chubby models. cheeks fool you don't let the chubby yeah. cheeks fool you <laughs> <laughs> right
1: only see here um yeah. so we were treating a lot of people that just have these little teeny pockets of fat and we you cool sculpted. I'll go into how it works in a minute. And then the fat would be gone and you'd be able to see their whole six pack. Well, that's only a very small part of the population. So we cool sculpted all those people and then had nobody left. to cool sculpt. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, obviously branched out and now most people can get cool sculpting. Typically if you're within about 30 to 50 pounds of your goal weight, um, just depending on your body type. So cold sculpting treats subcutaneous fat, which is what I call cosmetic fat. It's the soft squishy fat that's yeah, just so underneath it's the fat the that's skin.
0: right underneath the skin. It's not the fat that's in the abdominal wall or the visceral fat. Yep. I'm checking, she I'm she checking right all the
2: boxes right now.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's not that hard belly fat. Um, we
0: would she just said hard belly to you, Casey, and she doesn't even know you that well. That's
2: right yeah, you know. <laughs> But I, I, have, cool I have stories. I have stories
0: about that. If you had cool sculpting, we would have to wax your whole body because you're wearing that bear suit of a it's Steve, it's a carnigan. Oh, there you go. And it's taken a long
2: time to craft it.
0: So so about 30 to 50 pounds. Um, but it also works really well if somebody has just those little pockets of resistant fat and they're pretty close to their goal, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. So basically what you're doing is you're targeting, there's applicators that are about the size of a pocket of fat. You know, if you have that lower belly pooch and you grab onto it, that's about the size of the applicators and it's completely non-invasive. They market it as non-invasive liposuction or non-invasive permanent fat loss because liposuction is the other permanent, um, fat reduction. The cool sculpting applicator goes on. There's no incisions, nothing. It just sits on the surface of the skin, lightly suctions on, and then it cools and it cools just cold enough to kill the fat cells, but not to affect the nerve tissue, the muscle tissue, the skin, anything. It cools for 35 minutes. You take it off. You've killed 20 to 25% of the fat cells and they're gone forever. So it's permanent fat reduction in that area.
0: It's yeah, and it's really a, cool. When you talk about invasive or non invasive, obviously, if anybody's seen a video of um, liposuction, it's a pretty invasive thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, uh, you, you got to be knocked out. You've got that wand yeah. going through. They're making this honeycomb pockets and then it yeah. shrinks down. And once they've sucked all that fat out, this actually kills the fat rather than sucking it out of the body. Mm-hmm. Right. And so do, you, the, the, do
2: you instantly have it, that 25% gone?
1: No, So your body, because our bodies are smart, yeah. the outer layer of the fat cell dies instantly and just gets dissolved. And then what's left is the toxins and the fat and the water that are contained within the fat cell. And your lymphatic system will just slowly flush that out oh. over the course of, it takes, um, anywhere from about six to 12 weeks to see oh. those results.
2: How often can you do a treatment?
1: So you, most people need two treatments and we space them 30 days apart from each other. So you come in, we do treatment one that can be, I've done, I mean, people have been in there for six hours. We do their full abdomen, their love handles, their arms, their chin, hook it all up. Yeah. Um, 30 days later, they come back. We do it all again, same exact thing. And at that point you've killed 40 to 50% of the fat cells and then you're done. That's it. You so, you can't never do, do it more again.
2: than that. You no, can go to 70 or
1: 80%. You, so this I mean, is I'm where looking it at is. Full,
2: full throttle. Let's go full throttle. Right. What's wrong with that? And that's what
1: most people say. They're like, <laughs> yeah. I want to we'll stick it on your head. On.
2: Yeah. You
0: yeah, know, I'm not yeah, worried they, about the fat on my head. Yep. Yeah. That's
1: usually <laughs> the response is people want 100% fat loss. Um, yeah. There you go. Which people, that's one of the downfalls of liposuction is liposuction takes away so much fat that people lose their shape to their body. So abdomens that have been liposuctioned are typically very boxy women lose their curves where the beauty of only taking half of the fat is that you still have your shape, but it's enough fat gone that you can see muscle definition through it. Hmm. And it's not bulging over your pants anymore.
0: Yeah. I think the Uh, other thing too, when we were talking about health, a lot of people there's fat has been vilified, especially in America. We talk about (laughs) body fat, um, but we also talk about dietary fat. And what a lot of people don't understand is that it's within those fat cells that a significant amount of your hormones are generated. Um, and if we, you know, I, that's why a lot of uh, uh, female athletes in particular, there's uh, with the, what they call the female athlete triad. When female athletes get too lean, they lose their menstrual cycle, yeah. um, and they have uh, significant hormonal issues. And so, if if you're getting too lean as a male or female, you're gonna it, you're gonna run into issues with uh, hormonal issues. And so, you know, I, we're we're talking fat loss, we're talking weight reduction. Um, we don't want to vilify fat because fat is something that is uh, part of a healthy yeah. eating plan. But it's also healthy to have somebody fat on you. Because yeah. the, the fat's a, uh, an important part of regulating your hormones. Yeah. So, you know, when we're talking about weight loss, we're talking about people who um, need to lose some weight to improve their overall health. And so that would be somebody that has higher percentage of body fat or a higher BMI, um, if you can't function the way that you want to function in life, that's what we're talking about. And then with cool sculpting, we're talking about really sculpting and shaping a body in a way that... Uh, you, you you can't necessarily with exercise and diet. Yep. Now I can lift some weights and I can sculpt some muscle, but I can't sculpt my fat in a different way. And I think that's one of the cool things about cool sculpting is that it does give you the ability to spot reduce in certain <laughs> areas. So it's kind of a cool, uh, cool experience. Um, so Kat, what is... Who are the ideal candidates? Let's start with weight loss. If somebody wants to come and see you for weight loss coaching, who are the ideal candidates?
1: I would say anybody.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good Uh, answer. (laughs)
1: Yeah. He's
0: getting Um, his keys right now. I have already booked the flight. All right.
1: Um, I would say anybody, you know, outside of people that want quick fat or quick fat, quick. Fast, extreme weight loss. Yeah. Then I no. Sorry, I don't want to see you. Yeah. That's not yeah. what I do. Um. But you know, somebody who's who's really willing to do it the right way and be healthy and change their mindset about it. Absolutely.
0: Great. Yeah. So somebody that's willing to commit to take the time to have some habitual change to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now. When we talk about cool sculpting, this is a different type of clientele. So, who is the ideal client that should come in for a consultation for cool sculpting?
1: Um, cool sculpting, like I said, somebody that's within about 30 to 50 pounds of their ideal weight. And a lot of cool sculpting is I make sure that you have very realistic expectations. Um, it can range anywhere from 900 to $4,800. So, it's not pocket change um but it's permanent oh that's, and that's
0: nothing for casey
2: right,
1: right? <laughs> um,
2: yeah I, I usually don't go under five grand so you're not really in my ballpark yet
0: he's he's rolling in his well uh, i mean i can
1: ooh. make it six yeah. for you if you need go. to
2: well, that makes well, you can just well, you can that that just my ego, so whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. you feed my ego so whatever whatever you need feed my ego so right um
1: <laughs> it is you know we are comparing it to to non-invasive liposuction you can right. literally leave the office and go to the gym that day so oh. there is you know you're, you're there's convenience there yeah um yeah. so a lot of it is setting realistic expectations you don't yeah. lose yeah. any weight with cool sculpting so i do get people that come in and for a cool sculpting consultation and they the whole reason they want it is quick weight loss right yeah yep and they're then I do a nutrition consult with them and yeah. they're still a client, just yeah. different route. Yeah, yeah, Um, but it would be people that are within, you know, more ideally it's about 30 to 40 pounds, but people's yeah. bodies vary. And there's plenty of people that are 50 pounds overweight that are great candidates, but people that just, that want to sculpt, they have diet and exercise resistant, stubborn pockets of fat that they want to get rid of.
2: Yeah. Great. Yeah, you know, I um, wanted to ask you, Cat. I reading uh, up on what you sent us, and I actually spent an hour on the phone today with a nutritionist and, because I don't um, know and understand macros like I should. Mm-hmm. Macronutrients or whatever that yep. you know, the carbs, fat, proteins, and I learned a lot. And one of the things that led me to a question I want to ask you is. As you've been talking, uh, it's come up in my mind several times when you talk about the type of clients that come in, and it's for everybody. Uh, I would say um, my my life, my what 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 I did the first twenty years of my life creates a really unique client um, for for what you're what you are about. Uh, where growing up as an athlete and then uh, the opportunity to pay, to play athletics, post high school and, and all that and nutrition. Um, it wasn't, it was always about, I need X fuel to do X on the field. It had nothing mm-hmm. to do with how many carbs, how many fats, how many proteins It had everything to do with, I got to eat this massive amount of food three hours before kickoff so yep. that I could be at my ultimate energy level at kickoff. And, and I, and so, so many years of doing that and, and and training that way and knowing that, and then in college, when they want you to be for a certain position, a certain weight, certain BMI type athlete and, and that, and you're trained like that for so many years and then you, you graduate or, or whatever happens. And all of a sudden you're in the real world and you, and there's no one telling you, what to do, and yep. so you fall back on, well, what do I know? Well, what I know is I'm eat this mountain of food, and then I'm going to go and do a little bit, instead of I'm eating this mountain of food and 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 expend an enormous amount of energy for the next three hours. Yep. And so there's a clientele out there that uh, a lot of guys I know and, and myself that have battled. That men, that mental, <clears throat> mental part, <clears throat> excuse me, and the uh, emotional part, to try to find that balance. And I wrote this nutritious I talked today, and it was just very enlightening for me, um, of what I can learn and how I can prepare and plan a healthy lifestyle. And she said a lot of things you've said, so I, I love that I'm hearing the same thing from two people that don't even know each other yeah that um so i my, i'm getting up to a question i'm sorry it takes long but that client that walks in the door and they have uh an athletic build with rounded edges right Ooh, um, i like that description yes mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and uh that's good how do you help that individual who he's he or she is a type they, they you, if you tell them they can't do something they're gonna run through a wall uh, if you tell them you can't have a cheeseburger and do this, they're going to fight it. I mean, how, how do you deal with that? How, and if you, and have you had many of those, be it a high school kid, a college kid, a pro kid, how do you, how's the best? Cause I, I you know, there's a lot of people that we're I'm going to send this podcast episode to to say, Hey, listen to this. I think you could really learn from this.
1: Yeah. Um, so. It's, So I haven't had a lot of that exact clientele, but it's very, very closely related to like my history, right? It's the extreme. And no matter what that extreme is, whether it's the extreme crash dieting, because I always want to lose weight or the extreme athlete diet, right? where you're, you know, a lot of food to build and fuel, and then you're doing the cut and the builds and the cuts and the builds yeah. it's you're used to that extreme life and it's it there's no balance and coaching you on how to create balance and how to create a plan that works for you now and if you want a cheeseburger have a cheeseburger just don't have a cheeseburger three times a day seven days a week right <laughs>
2: what wait what
1: <laughs> right okay. do a pancake eating contest <laughs> just don't I do don't it know? every day
2: just don't do it every day. <laughs>
1: um, but just help you know, me It's interesting you,
2: how you say that it's so simple to hear that. And it makes so much mm-hmm. sense. And yeah. internally, it's so hard.
1: Oh, I know. I still, there's still a lot of battle yeah. that goes on yeah. in here. It's a lot easier said than done. And it's just, it's, it's a lot of trial and error, honestly. Yeah. It's, you know, you come in for your first appointment and we sit and have this conversation. You tell me your history, yeah. you tell me what you're struggling with. And where your mindset is at. And I give you, you know, a few little things to work on for two weeks and we meet again and you tell me where your mindset is now. And if they were achievable and if it's too hard and you can't wrap your head around it, then we kind of switch and pivot and then try again and keep trying until we find something that works for you now in your current lifestyle.
0: And I think that's the key is right now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Kat, you and I talked about this a uh, few months ago, yep. um, as you said, Hey, Steve, I want to, I want to kind of partner together on getting my calories increased, but I don't want to gain weight because I want to load more nutrients into my body. And so we, we uh, worked on a plan to increase your calories over time and retrain your metabolism. And yep. I can't remember how much over that period of time, we increased your caloric intake, um, and you didn't gain one pound, right?
1: Nope. We went up 900 calories in 900 wow. calories. Yep.
0: We did it over, over the course of, uh, I don't know how many weeks, um, it was
1: about two months.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was thinking Ten about weeks? eight to 10 weeks. Yeah. We, we were able to consistently increase your caloric intake, um, which got you a lot more nutrients because you eat a lot yep. of, uh, nutrient dense foods. And I think that, you know, for, for people who may be struggling, I I always liken it to uh, doing your taxes or if you need some legal advice or legal help, or if you need somebody to fix your car, don't try and do it on your own. We can't do everything. There's a reason there are people out there that have specialties and have uh, uh, the ability to coach through nutrition. Casey, I think what you're talking about is like Kat said, it's an extreme, right? When, when you're playing sports and you're young too, I mean, your body's metabolism, the way that your hormones are structured when you're very young, you can eat a ton. I mean, I used to out eat guys that were three times my size. And I never gained a pound when I was younger. But I when I did that in my mid 20s, and then early 30s, I thought, Oh, my gosh, where's this belly coming from? (laughs) And, you know, I had to relearn how to eat. So I think that's, you know, the ability to work with a coach, somebody that can see from the outside, there's an old saying out there that golfers use that says you can't see your own backswing. And the idea behind that is that you've got to have a coach that's going to be able to see you in a way that you can't see yourself and help to coach you through some of those challenges that you're running into. So great question, Casey. Um, Kat, as we wrap up for the, uh, for the day here, um, we really appreciate you jumping on and talking about weight loss, talking about health, sharing a little bit about your um, challenges and your journey that you've been on. I want to make sure that people can get a hold of you and that they can find you so that they can get coaching and/or get a consultation for cool sculpting. So the best ways to find you on Instagram would be uh, at cat underscore trilogy med that's t-r-i-l-o-g-y med and then your email address is k sanchez at trilogy medical center.com is there any other way that you want people to get a hold of you other than on the instagram or your email
1: those are the best ways
0: awesome well cat sanchez weight loss coach um head of our weight loss uh program at trilogy medical center and uh, top Cool Sculpting expert, uh, we really appreciate you joining us today on the Evolve Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening in, Casey. Um, thanks for joining us again from Sin City. We uh, are missing our other host Miles today, uh, who had a previous engagement. You know, it's
2: been about it's been sub zero temperatures through that part of the country and, he might be
0: asleep he might be and, hibernating and he doesn't turn his heat on <laughs>
2: there you go so there could be some there could be some frost on the inside of his windows in his that house might, be the case. You might want to check yeah. on
0: him oh, yeah. we're trying <laughs> Try. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> well cat thanks yeah. again for joining us guys if you have any questions for cat or you have any questions for us um casey how did they get a hold of us and where can they get more of these podcasts
2: yeah, please uh, reach out to us. We have a couple ways to do that at our webpage at evolve-cast.com and also we're uh, always trying to keep things interesting and light and entertaining uh, in the in the concept of evolving at our Instagram page at evolve underscore cast. Uh, so come and talk to us. Reach out. Look, you can go to... Uh, all the podcasts we've posted so far through our webpage Um, or go to podbeam and you can type in the evolve podcast and you'll find us there also. So come, come listen to us and please tell us what you think.
0: Yeah. Become part of the evolve community guys. We are uh, a podcast that focuses on having a great time, but also educating you on how to evolve in your personal life. We want to see you make a positive change in your life. If there's topics, ideas that you can think of that you'd like to have us uh, cover or a guess that you might think might be interesting, shoot us a message on Instagram. Uh, you've been listening to the Evolve podcast. Now it's time for you to get out there and evolve. Thanks for joining us on this bonus episode of the Evolve podcast with Kat Sanchez, weight loss and cool sculpting expert. How about you? What did you learn from the podcast today that you're going to apply into your weight loss or your overall health plan? Drop us a comment or leave us a message, and we'd love to get you connected with the resources that we talked about in the podcast.